Hey guys, how you doing? How's your day been? It's been good, that's good. Um, so this is a short episode. 15 minutes, I think, is what it's coming in at. Um, and that's because uh, it's kind of been a dead week for me um, in terms of movies. Um, I've been getting ready for a series I'm doing. Um, we're going to have this big, huge, like, episode 10 extravaganza. Um, but it's um, it's just been a long week for me. So um, if that that's why this episode's so short. Uh, we also had the Mary Poppins episode, um, which I really had a lot of fun doing. And if you haven't checked it out yet, you really should, because it's really great. Um, but short episode, because... I'm tired. Um, I didn't have very much to talk about this week. Uh, we have the Golden Globe stuff, and then the Banshees of Inisherin stuff, and then that's it. Um, so I do hope you enjoyed the short episode. It's like a little bite-sized episode. Um, so I hope you enjoy it. And um, yeah, enjoy the episode. Um, actually, surprisingly enough, with this review of Banshees of Inishirin, there are not very many spoilers because it's kind of a short review. I just sort of put it together because I, I didn't know what to say about the movie. I just enjoyed it a lot. So this is my anti-spoiler warning. You can completely watch this review, listen to the review, and then go watch the movie. Um, that's all I have to say. Friendship can end in many different ways. For Mark Zuckerberg and Edward S- Eduardo Severin, it was greed and power. For Captain America and Iron Man, it was submission to an authority or a higher power. But for Colm, played by Brennan Gleeson in Martin McDonough's new flick, The Banshees of Inishirin, he tells his ex-pal, Padrick, played by Colin Farrell, I just don't like you no more. Padrick responds with, you do like me. His smile fades, and minutes into the movie, the exposition is through. In this beautiful and fictional town of Inishirin, off the coast of Ireland, Podrick shares a little house with his sister Siobhan, his donkey Jenny, and his cows. They sleep in the same room and, as well as everyone else on the land, have lovely warm knitwear. We get a nice idea of what his life is like. He wakes up and lets Jenny in, just like a normal family would let their cat into their bedroom every morning or their dog. He has porridge. He herds his cattle down a road. At two o'clock, he heads to the pub where John Joe, played by Pat Short, opens a bottle of liquor. He chats with his best friend, Colm. At least before. This movie is reminiscent of The Lieutenant of Inishmore, which was a McDonough play from 2001, where a man named Mad Podrick goes on a killing rampage after his cat, Wee Thomas, dies. The same thing sort of happens later in this movie. About 45 into the movie, minutes into the movie, Colm declares that if Podrick talks to him, he will grab his garden shears and cut each of his fingers off one by one, a promise that he holds up on. We're introduced to the minor characters quickly as well. The local policeman, Peter Kearney, played by Gary Linden, who punches Podrick right in the face and leaves him in tears. A pastor, David Pierce, and Kearney's son, Dominic, played by Barry Keoghan, who really wants a girlfriend really badly. Finally, there is a literal banshee, Mrs. McCormick, played by Sheila Filton. 
the Banshees of Inishirin comes from a song from the pl- from the movie, a song that Colm writes. He spends most of this movie writing this song, and the reason why he wants to end friendship with Podrick is because Podrick is dull, and Colm is too stuck up and, well, too all perfect that he just doesn't need dull things in his life anymore. He's an artist. So he plays the fiddle and he writes this song called The Banshees of Inishirin. This movie won three Golden Globes respectfully for Colin Farrell, lead best lead actor in a comedy, Martin McDonough, screenplay of a motion picture, and best picture comedy. It was also nominated for two best supporting actor roles for Barry Keoghan and Brandon Gleason, and one best act best supporting actress role for <clears throat> best supporting actress role for his uh for Carrie Condon, who plays his sister Shabon. I really love this movie, and I give it an A plus. Check it out right now on HBO Max. Okay, guys, so we're back. We're talking about the uh, the Golden Globes. So the Golden Globes happened um, last week, and there were some pretty cool wins. Um, I think I'm just gonna kind of go through like um, some of the TV wins because even though I didn't cover the TV wins, and they, I this isn't a TV podcast. It's interesting just to talk about how Zendaya won like again for Euphoria. This is like. I think it's the second time she's won for Euphoria because it was the second season of Euphoria. I don't watch Euphoria. If you do watch Euphoria, like I'm not hating on it by any means because I have not. I don't have the right to hate on Euphoria because I have no clue. I know what it's about, but I haven't seen the show at all. And I'm sure she's great in it, but um, I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. Um, also, Evan Peters won for Dahmer, which was an interesting choice on the uh on the the golden globes part um there was a lot of backlash to evan peters like people were really hating on him about how he didn't mention any of the victims um of jeffrey dahmer in his speech and um i don't know what else to say uh i missed some of the some of the uh the awards because i was in my my voice lesson um, but some of it I didn't miss. Um, I only missed a few. So I, I only missed both of the Best Supporting Actress stuff. And I missed um, Colin Farrell's part because I was eating. Um, I'll tell you which ones I missed um, later on. But uh, yeah, so let's just sort of jump in um, with the uh, with the movie. So Babylon won for Best Original Score, Justin Hurwitz. I think this is like the fourth time... Justin Hurwitz, like, won for something. I'm pretty sure um, Justin Hurwitz has won for other Damien Chazelle movie, too. Um, Justin, Justin, yeah, Justin Hurwitz. Let's see. Uh, We're just, like, we're just going down. Uh, So Justin Hurwitz did, like, all of the Damien Chazelle movies, and that's, like, it. Like, he's only done... La La Land, Whiplash, First Man, Guy and Madeline on a Park Bench, and Babylon, and, like, that's all the movies he's done. He's won Academy Awards. He's won Oscars for La La Land, for the best music for La La Land, um, a Golden Globe for best original score for Babylon, First Man, and La La Land. 
So, yeah, so those three movies he won uh, awards for. He's 37 years old, um, and he has three Golden Globes and one Oscar um, and a Grammy as well, I think. So he's got almost all three of the EGOTs right now, which, uh, good on him. Um, next, we're just sort of going off the the, um, the list. So we'll go with Best Supporting Actor next. Um, Ki-Hoi Kwan for Best Supporting Actor for Everything Everywhere All at Once. This is spot on with my prediction. This is who I predicted would win. Um, and I think it's very, he's very deserving of it. Um, I think he'll, I hope he'll make movies, more movies now. Because um, I really enjoy him as an actor. Um, and then we got Best Supporting Actress. Now this went to Angela Bassett for... Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now, this isn't who I predicted win. I thought that it would be um, Jamie Lee Curtis who won. Angela Bassett's fine. I didn't, I wasn't hating on the fact that Angela Bassett won. Um, I thought it was interesting that they did all of these, um, that they did all of the, like, Kihoi Kwan and Angela Bassett were the first two to win. Um, I mean, it makes sense that they had supporting actors win first. Um, I just didn't think that, I mean, I liked Angela Bassett in Wakanda Forever. I'm just going to repeat what I said the first time. She was good in Wakanda Forever, definitely. I just wasn't expecting her to win the Golden Globe for it. And I don't think this is going to bring her up at all in the Oscar category. I don't think she's going to be nominated for an Oscar even. Um, I feel like she might have been just a filler. But, you know, it's it's okay. I, I didn't dislike her performance by any means. I thought it was good. Um, okay. Next up, we're gonna do uh best act. We're gonna do best actress in a comedy, and then best actor in a comedy. So I mentioned this in my review of Banshees, but Colin Farrell won for best actor in a comedy. Um, Colin Farrell is really great in Banshees of Inisherin. Like if you haven't gone and watched Banshees of Inisherin yet, you should go watch it because Colin Farrell is incredible in it, and I think his his win is very deserved. Um, I think this is. I think that this was, I mean, I was sure he was going to win too. So that's, that's good. Um, I didn't, haven't seen, I didn't watch the movie until after the Golden Globes, but I knew he was going to win. And then best actress is Michelle Yao for everything, everywhere, all at once. Right now I'm doing really well with my predictions. Uh, I only missed two out of all of the predictions that I did. I only missed two. Um, and you'll see, you'll hear the, the second one later. Um, and then finally in comedy, uh, best, um, best motion picture musical or comedy went to Banshees of Inishirin. This was the other one I was wrong about. I thought it would go to everything, every while at once, but Banshees of Inishirin was really great. And I love, I liked it a lot afterwards. And I feel like if I had seen it, I probably would have thought it would win, but I hadn't seen it at that point. Um... Yeah, I like Banshee's Venetian a lot. I thought that it was very deserving of that award. It beat everything ever all at once, in my opinion, on how much I enjoyed it. Um, we'll go to animated feature quickly, because Del Toro's Pinocchio won. That was my prediction. Um, as much as I would have liked Marcel's show with the shoes on to win, um, Del Toro's Pinocchio was probably just more of a shoe-in. And I'll have a review coming soon on Del Toro's Pinocchio. Um, so... Get ready for that, because that review... Oh, sorry. The, the desk just shook. That review um, will be coming soon as well. Um, okay. 
Right. So now we're sort of getting gonna we're gonna, gonna get into the drama category here. Um, I might as well talk about um, uh, the motion picture stuff first quickly because screenplay. Um, Banshees have an issue in one for screenplay. Banshees like won like everything, and it's really impressive, and I think it's very deserving um, of all those wins. So yeah, solid Banshees of Inisherin. Um, the foreign film language one. I didn't predict anything for this one. This one was interesting. So what one was Argentina, nineteen eighty five, and I'm sure it's good. It, it's on Amazon. It's a um, I think it's a it's an Argentinian yeah yeah it's an Argentinian uh, foreign film, and it's a courtroom drama. And this isn't what I thought would win. Um, I never predicted, really, but I didn't have an idea of what would win. I just didn't think it would be this movie. Um, it's kind of definitely one that sort of flew under the radar. Um, I didn't know about it until it was nominated for something. I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, it won. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Um, like, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Confusing one. Next, sorry, let's just keep let's just keep pushing forward. Um, best actor and actress. Best actor was Austin Butler. This is my prediction. I don't think he'll win the Oscar, but I think he'll win. He would win Golden Globes. It's a very Golden Globesy movie, um, so that makes sense. I think it'll be Colin Farrell or Brendan Fraser who will be up for that award. Um, Brendan didn't win at this award, but he won the Critics Choice Award. So um, who knows? I hope he does win. Um, and next, we got Kate Blanchett for Actress in a Drama Motion Picture for Tar. Um, this is what I predicted as well. I've heard she's incredible in the movie. I haven't seen it. I probably won't watch it. Maybe I will. You know, maybe I will watch it. Who knows? Um, but that's what won. Uh, that's what she won, Best Actress. And now Best Drama was The Fablemans, um, of course. Sorry, just took a sip of water. Um, the Fablemans won. That wasn't surprising to me. I knew they would win. Um, it's a very personal movie. Uh, it feels a little bit like, let's just give Steven another Golden Globe. Uh, let's just give Steven another award. But I think it's deserving. I haven't seen the movie yet. I know it's really personal to Steven Spielberg. We should be getting a Fablemans review quick, pretty soon, too. Um, the Whale and Fablemans will both be getting reviews soon. Because um, then I'll have all my boxes checked. Um, in terms of Oscar buzz movies. And then finally, we'll just go to drama director because I forgot to mention director. Steven Spielberg won for a director, so he won two awards um, that night. Uh, that was it. That was the Golden Globe stuff. Um, let's go down to the theory corner for a second because I got a couple theories to, sh to, to throw at you. Um, this is going to be a short episode anyways, but uh, I got a couple theories that I just want to like, you know, pop out um so let's go to the theory corner quickly that was it that was the uh that was the teen critic bite-sized episode um i really hope you enjoyed it uh i had a good time um i hope you enjoyed it i know uh the golden globe stuff can be boring sometimes but um I like talking about it, and, you know, it's awards season coming up, so SAG Awards are coming up, the Oscars are coming up in March, so uh, just expect a lot of that in the future, and um, 
the the Megan episode. I'm not gonna promise it, but it should be coming out next week um, for my fifth episode, and then we're doing Mary Poppins Return as, on the bonus series. So check both of those out next week and uh, enjoy the podcast and listen to the older ones too because the older ones are really awesome and listen to the Mary Poppins episode because I love that episode and I think that you should you will love it too um thank you so much Mm